Welcome to the Shadownet, everyone! Threat level alpha, tags are all around us, and so the high-profile target grows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, extra special guest this week. He's... Fuck, how does it go? Dashing through the ice in a one Trojan horse open remort. It's Eric Keelback. Hello, thank you for having me. Eric, you do a lot of holiday baking, usually? Actually, you know, it's very funny. I think I have a reputation for not eating a lot of food. Do you? Yeah, okay. Well, well like, not eating, a, like, like, I eat a lot of food, but not, like, eating a lot of different kinds of food. Oh, yeah, and variety, yes. Yeah, variety is the problem. Definitely not the veracity of it. But I actually do do a lot of baking. Like, I, I eat a lot of different kinds of baking, actually. Oh, uh, I love so, this. So, yeah, I do, I, I do a ton of Christmas baking. Excellent. Bonus guest this week, the hardest working chef in all of Netrunner. It's it's just Ed. Ed Fortune. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing? Welcome. Hello. Doing well. Thanks for thanks for having me on this week. It's nice to have a bit of uh, international spice. A little I mean, a little transatlantic baking show, baking competition. We'll see what uh, we'll see what pans out. Is this the f- <laughs> this is the first guest we've had that isn't from North America? Uh, we have Morgan, unless I, unless there's something well, I, I don't know about Morgan. No, I, I guess. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the, like, champion now, aren't I, or something? So, like, technically Morgan's Canadian? Is that how it works? Yeah, you, you've you subsumed the uh, Australian continent, sure. Yeah, but Europe, I don't, we got nothing on Europe. Nothing on Europe yet, so, so welcome uh, from jolly old England, I believe, Ed. I am indeed, Jeff. I'm from I'm from London. I live just outside of London. Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. So I'm not working at the moment, obviously, with you know this year's events. But I'll be mm. back in work, hopefully, in time for Christmas. You work as a cook, right? Chef. Yeah, I'm a head chef. So I'm a head chef at a hotel in the countryside. A nice spa there, golf course, beer roaming freely. <laughs> it's very picturesque. Do you, do you yeah. want to plug it so if we ever visit England <laughs> one day, we can go visit you? I mean, everyone's invited. Of course, it's a uh, Bowood Hotel, Bowood Hotel Spa and Golf Resort, and Country Club, all I've, of those things. I've always, I've always wondered how does yeah. how so how did you end up becoming a head chef? Do you have um, to kill the previous head chef? Yeah, so, generally speaking, or me specifically speaking, me talking, specifically. What's my story? So, um, I studied philosophy at Warwick University, and I used to spend all my student loan on going out to restaurants and wine and you know the sort of the finer things in life a little bit and then i needed a summer job i was working in a student bar and mm-hmm. i thought well i've worked in a bar occasionally i popped up to the kitchen to, you know make a bacon sandwich for someone or something like that i thought that was uh-huh. enough cooking so i dropped into <laughs> dropped into one of the restaurants i used to go to quite a lot and i said oh pete uh, who's the head chef Peter, I don't suppose there's any chance you've got any jobs going. He said, oh, yeah, I've got a commie chef position. And that was 13 years ago now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I used so. to work in a bar kitchen too. Eh, it's decent. You get you get tipped out. It's nice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, tips aren't anywhere near as good over here, I think, as 
I think people rely less on tips. But ah, it's yeah, actually yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Probably, actually make a living bad. wage. Yeah. Right. So this yeah. this week, this episode, what I was thinking was holiday baking show, Netrunner themed. Do I know what that means? Absolutely not. So first order of business, we figure out what that means. Any there's ideas? not a lot of yeah. food there's not a lot of food related cards in Netrunner. There's the the grubs on improved protein source. <laughs> there's the there's there's <laughs> I mean yes, but also I w- there's donuts on office supplies. Office supplies artwork. Yeah. Wild cakes, the the pancakes on adjusted chronotype. You do realize pancakes? we're missing we're missing a very important one, a very important festive themed food oh. card. Gingerbread. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How could we be have, so blind? Have you ever made a gingerbread house, either of you? No. Oh, it's interesting. It's interesting because this was maybe something I was thinking because I have made a gingerbread house. Eric, have you made a gingerbread house? I, I made I made a gingerbread house in middle school. Yes. Oh, yeah. Maybe when so I was a kid. Yeah, but not recently. No, like not in like not since I have like had the like independence to buy my own gingerbread. Yeah, or just like drink beer instead of make a gingerbread house. I didn't understand that there were pa- these were pancakes on just a chronotype. I'm pretty sure. Is that why yeah. it's called wild cakes? Yeah. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. That makes like actually a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All these years. Ed, hit me with your grand vision of a cyberpunk gingerbread house. How would I do it? Yeah, okay, or... uh, I thought we would devise a thing and then everyone would make their own version. And then we could post pictures and... And people will be like, you, oh, you all fucking idea. suck. Except probably Ed, because you're a professional. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I can go like full Gordon Ramsay on yeah. them. And we'll go yeah. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, I was about kitchen to say, nightmares. like, <laughs> I, got a, I got a DM being like, hey, you want to talk about Christmas and, and baking? And now I'm on the hook for, uh... I mean, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, though. It's fantastic, um, I think. Do we, so are we going to each pick like a faction? Ooh, that's not bad. Start off with your what you were thinking, Ed. Then I'll tell you guys what I was thinking. Well, what I was thinking, there's two ways we could do this. It could be competitive. It could be Eric versus Phil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. um, a Wayland huge tower, gingerbread house, huge dark grey tower. <laughs> what, does, what, does a, what does a criminal gingerbread house look like? Uh, stolen Probably credits? One that's half, half eaten because it's stolen? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one option. We could open it to the audience as well. We could get some, some fan entries coming in. Oh, yeah. Not bad. We, I think we need a panel of judges. We, should, we need to assemble a panel of Ooh. judges. I don't think that's difficult. Not just public opinion, but certified judges. I, well, I'm it, open to that. Like I, I've watched very little episodes of The Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I've just I watched feel, the I, Canadian one. I feel like if there's one individual I want to judge this competition, it has to be Chris Dyer. Okay, we'll reach out to them. I feel like he is like a big British Bake Off fan, and he would be willing to do something like this. I think that's 100% certain. Yeah. <laughs> we need a Canadian judge. Who, who has the legacy and the baking wherewithal to compete with Chris Dyer? I don't know, does anyone in Canada, like, I don't know anyone in Canada known for, like, food stuff. That's the problem. Me neither. Who posts in the Food Channel and Slack? I'll, I'll troll that later. Maybe we can figure someone yeah. out. Yeah. And then we need an American judge, right? 
complete the trifecta, yeah. Yeah, because there's bias along the way. Like, we have to find... Because, obviously, Chris Dye will be biased towards Ed's creation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Canadian judge will be biased towards us. The American judge will be the tiebreaker. It's like how in... You know this happens in figure skating, right? Yeah, you need a panel of international judges because they're all getting bribed from all sides. So Yeah, because, yeah, like, the third... Because, like, usually they have, like, three judges and it's like, oh... You know, like if it's the Swedish people ice skating, like figure skating or whatever, they have like the Swedish judge always give them a 10 and then the person who hates Sweden doesn't give gives them like a two. And then they have to have like a third judge who isn't, doesn't have someone in the competition to be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll give like an unbiased result. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which country would you say hates Sweden particularly? Russia? The historically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I don't know a lot about European, I mean, probably like, See, actually, the problem is, this is the, I don't know where Sweden is in Europe. It's in the north, but I don't know what, it's, it's close to Denmark. Wait, like, it's near Norway. Yeah. Right? Which, is Norway the way? No, Russia Norway, Norway is the one that's not an island. Confirmed. <laughs> it has an island. Okay. I, I was paired with a Norwegian during Worlds. I literally asked them. Is Eric right? And he said no. Eric's Eric's wrong. But part of I, I was looking at a map. Part of Denmark is kind of an island. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyways, so Sweden, probably Russia, or yeah, the other Nordic countries. There's probably like you know, you always hate your neighbors. We fucking hate the states. That's true. I mean, they're easy to hate right now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What country does the UK hate? France. Oh, good one. Yeah. Is that is that still true? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Why? Explain it. Could, like, I've never really understood this as a Canadian, if I'm quite honest. So I, I think the, what's the word, the competitive spirit between UK and France has stayed. Because there's no real reason to hate each other. There's other countries that the UK might have some tensions with, historically or present. Yeah. And people don't want mm-hmm. to say about them out loud. Whereas with France, it's kind of, well, it's part of the course that English people don't like French people. Didn't the Brit- Britain and France, weren't they literally in a war for a hundred years? Yeah. The, what was it called? The Hundred Years' War. Yeah. Um, there's Agincourt. That was, a, that was a battle. Henry V. Yeah, Hundred Years' Wars. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've never really understood it, but there's sort of like this friendly competitiveness. Because you, you studied in, you lived in France for a time, right, Ed? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in France for a, a couple, of, couple of weeks, a few times, so a couple of months title, yeah. Nice. Did you, did you pick up any French? Un petit peu, mais il y a deux ans. Perfect. Oh, no, tu parles bien. C'est pas bien. Phil, so, are, you, you're, you're, are you francophone? I, I am a French-Canadian that lives in a very anglophone part of Canada. Like the, so, most, a- the most anglophone the most part anglophone, of Canada. Yeah. Like, it's, we call, where he lives is like the Texas of Canada. Basically. I, I'd like okay. to think it's more like the Denver. You know, we got nice mountains, <laughs> but it's Texas. Ugh. <laughs> Are we going to have Canadian politics corner for a brief second? Yeah, let's sidebar Canadian politics. Welcome, Ed. Please. Welcome to Canadian politics corner. Uh, Feel free to harass the contestants. Okay, no. This needs to be evergreen. We we can't break the fourth wall here. It's not Mm. the start of November right now. This is freaking Christmas. But go ahead. What's your timely issue? Oh, like, my fucking government sucks. I don't know if you've been reading the news. (laughs) Well, we I saw Dragoon a... Kid wanted to go, like, string up the premium oh. or something. It's like, I heard today they want to, like, invoke Article 10 rights to basically suspend nurses' rights to, like, force them to work in the hospitals. <laughs> I mean, it's a disaster. Like, if you look at the chart, if you look at the chart, 
we're leading the country in per capita cases right now. Yeah, you guys fucked up hard. We did fuck up hard because, well, you know, did you hear about, they had that restart Manitoba thing in August. Ugh. Uh, you know, gotta save that economy. But yeah, so it's just been, it's, we're lead, we're the, we're number one, basically. But at least you're restarted. Open for business, baby. Open for business. Open for tourism. How's, uh, how's Alberta doing? Oh, it sucks right now. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Yeah, like, we were number one. Fucking Ford Nation swings in there, gets number one. Who the fuck knows what Quebec is doing? They're, they're vying for no one. And then out of nowhere, Manitoba shoots up. (laughs) We're number one. We're number one. Okay. So back to baking. Back to baking. So this is what I was thinking, you guys. A lot of action in Netrunner happens in New Angeles, which is a fake city in the real country of Ecuador. What if we made like an Ecuadorian Christmas thing? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do any of us, like, I mean, I know, I actually know where Ecuador is. It's on the equator. Yes. But, hence the name. But... Do you think they named Ecuador after the equator or the equator after Ecuador? I have no idea. Ed, you know about philosophy. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to go with Ecuador came second. <laughs> that's a bold that's a bold claim. Uh, I mean, it was always there, but the name maybe. Oh, I see, I see. I don't know anything about Ecuador. Me neither. Or, I mean, I've been, I know a bit about Christmas. What What's Christmas like in Ecuador, though? Like, clearly there's no snow. It's it's the future anyway, so there's, you know, global warming. There's no more snow in the android universe. That's a long-gone concept, so maybe that's even more popular to have, like, a, a fun, snowy cupcake or something. Ed, tell us about Ecuadorian cuisine. What do you know? Let me tell you about Ecuadorian uh, Christmas cuisine, because uh, obviously, you know, had quite a lot of time to prepare this. Yeah. So, Several minutes of preparation time. Buñuelos. Buñuelos. My Spanish is arguably not quite as good as my French. Buñuelos. A deep fried donut. Ooh. What else do we have? Lots of lights everywhere. Okay. Um, it's very, I think it's a very Catholic country, isn't it? Yeah, I'm actually... A lot of this has to do with Jesus, if I'm quite honest. I mean, that's fine. Like, they have this Christmas tradition called Novena. They, it mm-hmm. refers to the nine preparations for the birth of Jesus Christ. So each of the nine days... Each of the days, each night represents one month that Mary carried baby Jesus. And so they, like, carol and, like, celebrate the birth of Jesus. Ecuador seems very Catholic. I mean, historically, that makes a lot of sense. Now yeah. that I'm, like, putting the puzzle pieces together. What if instead of, like, an Ecuador Christmas, we did, like, each... Chilo pick... Christmas. A, well, we a could each pick dish. a... Fa- what... <laughs> what, what, if, what if we each picked a faction? Ooh, okay. And we're, like, we gotta produce a baked good... That represents that faction. And Christmas. And Christmas. And Christmas. And Christmas. So you get graded on, like, theme and, like, style and all these things. And it also gives me, like, two to three weeks to figure out what I'm going to make and how I'm going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is why we're recording so soon, because I was like, there's no way I'm being timely on any of this. I need over a month. I say... We do, like, we each pick a faction, so no overlap. So, like, yeah. you know. And then we get Chris Dyer and the judges together. We each produce a thing. And, me, Phil, you and I can fight it out for second place where yeah. it takes first. That's the real prize. <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Phil's cooking. He, he spams the food channel on Slack quite a lot with his food. And I'm not going to lie, he's pretty good. I, I do a lot of cooking around my house. Like, I, I'm literally a house husband right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm decent, I think. Yeah. I'm learning how to cook. 
useful yeah, because, life skill. I mean, because I'm thinking about moving out. I'm only like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm probably moving out next year. And so I have to like learn how to cook or else I'm going to starve to death. Yeah, you're coming to law school in Calgary, right? The good old UOC <laughs> top tier I, I, program. I was looking at the like I specifically didn't want to uh, go to law school in Alberta, even though like Alberta has some nice law schools. The problem is I don't want to live in the same province that Jason Kenny runs. That's a fair way to pick <laughs> where like to a, live. That's like a, that's like I mean like listen I might be going to live in Ford Nation so like it's not perfect either but like I don't want to. <laughs> I love you but you can we can visit. We can visit. Yeah, yeah, I'll come out to visit you in Ontario. So yeah, I've been learning how to cook. I made jambalaya. Well, this is delicious. Yeah. What's the most ambitious thing you've you've made? Uh, I made like um Ros Compolo, which is like uh, yeah, so it's like a it's like sort of like a South, it's like a Spanish South American rice and chicken dish. Oh wow. But it takes a very long time. I mean, it, it's it's chicken and rice essentially. It tastes delicious, it has a lot of spices in it, but it just takes a long time because like I had to like finally dice a lot of ham and pe- like it's just a lot of prep work because i'm dicing a lot of things for it so it's kind of basically just eating like like you're eating like sort of like sticky rice in this delicious sauce and like chicken it's almost like a stew kind of it's very very delicious it just takes a very very long time to make i think great yeah that sounds amazing for yeah. baking over the hot ho- like over the holidays uh, in at the beginning of lockdown i was kind of st- i had started like historically in my household, we've made cakes from cake mixes because it's like easy. Yeah, it's accessible. At the start of the lockdown, I was like, I want to start making my own cakes. So I've I've been making my own cakes, which has been exciting. And then also I've been like making my own frosting too, Ooh. which is like nice. delicious. And also like so I've made like you know chocolate cake with like lemon butter icing, and it's quite delicious. If I'm quite honest. So I think for this holidays, I will probably be trying to make some Christmas cakes. Nice, nice. Historically, I've made a lot of a lot of cheesecakes. I like those. They're great. They're so filling. But oh man, they're good. What else is in my repertoire? A lot of barbecuing, I guess. Less now. I do a lot of tofu dishes now. Really? It's it's not that exciting to talk about. But yeah. Wait, wait. Why is your wife vegetarian? No, I I just feel like ethically, environmentally, trying to cut down on the meat. That's all. No, that's fair. Ed, do you have like a favorite sort of baked dish you make? Baked, um, yeah, like like a baked good. Yeah, sure. Um, I make really good bread. I like to think I make really good bread. Mm. Um, so I've made like bacon and cheese croissants for the restaurant. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds amazing! Sour cream and chive loaves, nice and green when you cut them open. Yeah, that sort of thing. I've heard that making croissants is very difficult. Do you find it difficult? No, actually, yeah, I haven't made uh, croissants before. But in the food group, someone suggested French Breton pastry that's basically a croissant. But as you make each layer, you know how you make croissants? You layer your butter in between layers of pastry. Yeah. But then you layer butter and pastry and sugar each layer with sugar, 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 sugar. Oh, yes. And make it all caramelized. So I made those last week for the first time. They're amazing. Really, really cool. So, yeah, I oh, thoroughly so recommend fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So... What faction do you want for this baking competition, Phil? Oh, I'm going for it. I, I'm locking in the shaper. Yeah, I knew you'd lock in the uh, shaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for asking me first. And do you have a preference? No, I'll leave it to you. I feel like um, the handicap should be with me. That's fair. <laughs> I appreciate that. Eric, I've... Eric, have you ever cooked with brain? Take HB, do a, do a brain damage thing. Well, yeah, but I could also do anarch and do a brain damage thing. Oh, that's true. 
I like Anarch a lot. That's the problem. Like, I like Anarch's my favorite faction. Anarch has a lot of breadth, you know? Yeah, you got brain damage. You got anime magical girls now. <laughs> I don't know if that will make the final cut. <laughs> you got hammers. You got yeah, hammers. You got all sorts of stuff. Like, we can do some, like, virusy, like, do a little parasite drawing. yeah. There's, there's options, but I also really like MBN. Ed, what are you leaning towards? Uh, I'm Gaines Gadget Techie. Oh, nice. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Anarch and see if I can't do some sort of virus thing. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I, I feel like right now I'm thinking Magnum Opus, but there's there's more to Shaper than Magnum Opus. Yeah, like there's some there's some good options available for Shaper. I'm excited to see what you do with it. I got to figure out, like I got to even figure out like what... Like, if I'm just going to make a cake, or I'm going to make, like, some gingerbread thing, and then, like, I gotta figure out what Anna Christmas looks like. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Okay, we'll find some judges somehow. My question to you guys is, do we want to record ourselves while we bake, so I could cut <laughs> together me and Eric being like, oh, fuck, like, oh, shit, it's on fire, and Ed's just like, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> I, I'll call you, I'll cut. how about I will record mid-baking updates oh yeah that's great that's great <laughs> and send you the audio so you can cut it over excellent but, like 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 status updates like yeah do i set up my big tower recording pc in the kitchen ed do you have a lot of kitchen computers i have a laptop okay yeah that, that can work i could do that yeah okay i'll certainly like get updates from the pair of you oh fantastic okay well that's i'm actually that. so i'm actually so excited like, i'm just think like i think Phil, you and I are going to do something that is not, like, terrible. I'm very excited for what Ed does with Jinteki. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, ours will be edible. They'll look okay, probably. But, oh, Ed, I'm so excited. Don't feel this is pressure. Feel this is admiration. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm concerned. I'm concerned. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to seeing both of yours. I do feel the pressure is maybe on me a little bit more. I think, well, I mean, to be fair, if you're talking about Christmas, Christmas trees... Jinteki is also the tree faction. Yeah. So you got some good there. And then you can do like a present, but like it's snare inside the present or something like that. Ground rules. Ground rules. Do we... Well, go ahead with the Jinteki comment, Ed. I cut you off there. I feel bad. No, 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 no. I don't think there's much else to add. I think Eric stole my ideas already. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Ground rules for bribing judges, just like in figure skating. Are we limiting it to like either Netrunner cards or baked goods or like Christmas cards or can we do like straight up cash? I th- <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I think a ban on on cash. Christmas cards, baked goods, and Netrunner altars are all fair game. Okay. Noted. That seems to Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's break about, here. I'm about an hour's drive from Chris Dice, so I could probably just deliver oh, it. Geez. Oh, no. <laughs> Ed's got the dire vote fucking locked up. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Okay. All right. I think that's that for now. Uh, Yeah. I guess if there's anything else we think about, just just message each other. Do we want people... I would also encourage if people want to do their own thing for the holidays and send send pictures in, we'll judge them ourselves. Oh, I like that. Yeah, once this episode drops uh, sometime in December, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Show us your Netrunner baking. Yeah, so there was a program in the UK many years ago when I grew up, and they had like a, a bit where the five, six-year-old kids sent in their artwork, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. they'd judge it. We could do the same sort of thing. You know, has to be all positive <laughs> comments about how 
lovely everything looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah, willing yeah. to sponsor some prizes for the best fan baked Christmas Netrunner creation. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay, we're doing it. Okay, well, I'm excited. Uh, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a good evening out in the UK. And yeah, Eric, have a good evening. So. Uh, happy uprising versus your provincial government. <laughs> thanks. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. See ya. It's beginning to look a lot like a sun Everywhere you run Take a look at their opening hand It has a VLC once again But Rashid and Anahi says well That's beginning to look a lot like a sun Fully operational Then they use MCAP To score their SFT And spam the whole damn board Okay, I think, I think we're recording. Yeah. Good enough. I have not been following the itinerant protesters. I know of their existence, but I don't know. It's deeply fascinating in my opinion. Yeah, so I've, I've been in from sort of week one. I think Dan B spoke about it uh-huh. at some point. And uh, it was the day after Worlds. He said, I just want to get better at Netrunner. Yeah. Um, so he set up a group of, of like-minded people, all open information. We varying abilities from Eric's recently joined. I played with soccer last week. We had a little training session. Oh, he's a good um, one. Yeah, some real great players. All the way through to some beginners. They're like right in the game. I want to learn more. Yeah. But Eric's been posting quite a lot over the last few days, giving some advice to the players, which is really great. And you know, the players like Chris, Analyze Chris. I've been doing a bit of coaching as well. And, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's an opportunity some people to charge. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got some, I got some opinions on it. I want to share them uh, about my experience with it as someone who's giving the advice. I feel like I know your opinion, Eric, is that people are shit at Netrunner. Well, yeah, I mean like that. But like, I think... Uh... <laughs> 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 well, yes, that's obvious. But it's interesting because like, I don't... This is gonna sound like a meme, but like it's like I don't feel very confident about my netrunner play right now. Yeah, and then so like it's it feels like kind of weird for me to be like I think I'm not very good right now, but to to talk talk to other people and be like actually this is how you play the game it feels a bit disingenuous to me. But I think people are getting value out of that conversation. You know, it's interesting. You know, I wrote that Stimhack article, how to beat CTM. Yeah. That's not the title, but it's basically how to be CTM. I'm really glad I wrote that down because sometimes I forget my own advice and I get super tilted versus CTM. I fucking and hate I CTM. Re- oh, God. And I just read the article again. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember how to beat this deck and I just read it again. Oh, that's good. Shall we get to the, the holiday at hand? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to start off with like an official intro? No, I think, I think we just cut into us talking about the itinerant protesters. People will be like, oh, good point, Eric. And then be like, oh, shit, it was a Christmas episode, right? <laughs> How long have you always celebrated Christmas? Since I can remember, yes. Christmas tree, presents, a lot of holiday eating, for sure. I thought Christmas was like an English holiday, or do they celebrate Christmas in France? I mean, I've, I've been to France. I haven't celebrated you're French. Christmas in France. Well, you're French. You're French. Yeah, I mean, in Quebec. I guess it's, it's I guess. I guess. I, but I thought the reason they always celebrated Christmas in Quebec was because Quebec's Catholic as fuck. Yeah. Like, but France is very secular. Well, now, but I think historically, no. 
Well, sure, but like most nation, most fucking European nations historically have not been secular. That's besides the point. <laughs> okay, we're talking out of our ass. Let's consult our expert on France, Ed. Yeah, so um, I think most European countries do celebrate Christmas. That's my hot take. <laughs> I will. correct. <laughs> have you been to Midnight Mass? Is that an English thing? Midnight Mass? No, Midnight, well, Midnight Mass is, it's, it's really, no, Midnight Mass is a Catholic thing. Yeah, there's that here. Like it's ha- yeah. like in, if you look at like Mexico, for example, which yeah. has a strong Catholic denomination, like midnight mass is like a super big cultural and social event in Mexico. That has nothing to do with language. It has to do with uh, Catholicism. Ah, uh, sure. So everyone in the Catholic sphere of influence, I think, is familiar with Christmas at least. Yeah, yeah, or the Western world at least. And they probably uh, celebrate Christmas in China or whatever. Oh, I hear it's, like, insane in Japan. It's just, like, weird Santa shit going on. Sounds great. I mean, this is this is me not knowing anything about China, but I was always under the impression that, like, the big holiday in China was Lunar's New Year, mm-hmm. and that, like, Christmas was still celebrated, but, like, Lunar's New Year is, like, really the big sort of, like, Chinese holiday. It's hard, because I'm that region's intercontinental champion now, a continental champion or whatever, so, like, I guess I speak... For Asian Netrunner players. You really should know more about it, yeah. But I really don't know a lot, if I'm quite honest. <laughs> Time to read up, buddy. Are you excited for Christmas? Uh, so I'll jump in. I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah. Asian Christmas is something I've been, uh, I've been researching quite a lot with my Christmas-themed stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. How are we jumping into that now? Yeah, give us, give us a progress update. Yeah, sure. So I've... um. I've written a 5,000-word essay on Christmas in Japan. Dang. <laughs> Do you know they eat KFC on Christmas Day? Yeah, actually, 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 I did know that as a trivia fact. It's uh, it's just like a weird... Not a weird, it's just like a, a thing about Japan. Japanese KFC is like... It's pretty KFC's good. Very po- well, KFC is very popular in Japan. Like, very, very popular. And fried China. chicken actually has... A, yeah, fried chicken yeah. actually has like a... We think of it as like a sort of like a southern United States phenomenon, but the reality is it's actually quite popular in East Asia. There's a Michelin uh, star plate that did fried chicken in Korea. It was like a little shack, and it was two pounds for a bucket of wings, and oh, it got a Michelin yeah. star. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, yeah, um, that's cool. How has <clears throat> have you started any like construction efforts, or are you still in the research phase, Ed? No, I'm I'm waiting. I'm back back in the the big kitchen on Saturday. So then I've got fuck. oh fuck <laughs> twenty liter planetary mixers and Jesus a paper Phil, how about you? I've surprised myself. A total lack of procrastination on my part. I'm already done. Oh, I'm done, baby. Pictures have been what taken. What the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Which look, I want to put this out there. I I was thinking long and hard about this cake, and I was like. I know how to bake. I'm not particularly good at it. I'm certainly not good at, like, cake decorating or doing anything fancy. It would be a lot less effort for me to just fucking Photoshop a cake. (laughs) But I decided to play it legit. I baked a cake. I made some little decorations. It looked... I think everyone will be pleasantly surprised. I'll leave it at that. I think for me... I actually just like a few days ago sort of finalized like I have a sketch and I have like a step like a step like I know what I'm gonna make it's like sort of like I have to kind of make seven different things and then I'll put it together yeah 
the cake itself, I'm not concerned about because it's just like I, I, I've made a lot of cakes before. There's a lot of like cookies and like like rice crispy like. There's a lot of like stuff that I've never done before. Like I have to make an object out of like rice crispy treats and then like coat it in like frosting. I think I might be doing fondant or whatever. But, have like, you have you gotten over your crippling addiction to rice crispy squares? So like it's interesting because <laughs> that's a deep. I don't know. Have we even talked about that on the podcast? Not on this show. That's a <laughs> that's, that's one for that's general. A, that's that's a deep cut. Uh, but yeah, so it's interesting because what was driving the addiction to rice krispies in some sense was going to university because like on the way to class there was like the store that sold them. Yeah. So now that I've been out of university for like eight months or so, yeah, much. I don't know. How long how long has pandemic been going on? For, like yeah. seven or eight months? About, we're nearing a year. It's what the fuck are you talking about we're nearing a year? Eight it's, months it's, is almost a year. That's it's two thirds of a year. It's most of it. Mathematically <laughs> that's true. Most, that's most <laughs> but now that I haven't, now that I haven't been going to university, I've sort of detoxed. Yeah. The problem is I replaced it with a, a much worse addiction. Oh, shit. I'm addicted to Coca-Cola. Yeah, that that's definitely worse. Like, it's like, like, I drink, like, what I would consider a toxic amount of Coke a day. How many cans of Coke do you think I'm drinking a day? Like, I think it was our first episode where you're like, I ate a whole pizza and drank, I think, eight <laughs> Cokes in a night. Which I think we maybe was like... Uh, maybe that was just the start of the addiction, so it's like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to say you're up to, like, 15 cans a day now. I'm not up to 15. I'm, I'm drinking probably, like, somewhere in the range of, like, six to eight cans a day. Oh, my God! How are you alive? <laughs> it's just, like, an unhealthy amount of Coca-Cola to drink. Have you heard of this drink called water? It's, I like it. Well, here's what happens. I drink Coke for, like, three days straight. That's the only liquid I drink. Then I drink a couple glasses of water to like make the caffeine headaches go away. Yeah, and yeah. then like <laughs> I get back to drinking Coke. It's not a good addiction. It's, I mean, it's worse than Rice Krispies. I'll tell you that. Have you done the Have you done the basic math on that? So you're drinking oh, about no. two liters of Coke a day, right? Yeah, yeah. Over a year, we're talking 720 liters of Coke. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, it's a lot. I will say that I know it's a lot. That being said, I mean, it tastes delicious. So, <laughs> and also the, the problem is, like, I don't want to go, like, I what I really should do is I have two options. I can go cold turkey and just be like, I'm going to stop drinking Coke, yeah. which is like, that would be terrible because I'm going to go through, like, a week and a half of withdrawal. Like, it's going to suck. Like, I've done it before, but, like, I, I used to drink Coke a lot when I was in high school, and I stopped when I went to university. And You, I, you should have really forced your family to, like, do this while both your legs were broken, and you couldn't get it for yourself. <laughs> uh, well, that's how it started, in some sense, because, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I wanted a treat while I was on bed rest. Yeah. And then it just spiraled out of control. Oh, and that, no. so my second option is to, like, slowly reduce my intake. So that I can like get off it without going cold taking, going through massive withdrawal symptoms. I just don't have the personal will to like endure <laughs> that. I think you gotta go to cold turkey for sure. I mean, I'm. I think one of my pandemic, like I've started exercising also this pandemic. Oh, good. At home, one of my other pandemic goals is like by the end of this, I really have to stop <laughs> drinking this much coke. <laughs> just get a water bottle. Is like a- yeah. Is oh. there a vital equivalent of Coca Cola? Is there something you can sort of that is equally bad but long term bad rather than short term bad? <laughs> <laughs> like smoking? <laughs> yeah. Switch up. 
Yeah, like I should I should stop I should stop drinking Coca-Cola and pick up smoking. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't think people my age get diabetes. So I think you're completely I, wrong. <laughs> I think I still have a few years. Uh-huh. Are you excited for Christmas, Phil? Oh, medium because of the whole pandemic thing. I don't know if I'm going to go see my parents for Christmas. Maybe not. We'll see. In general, I'm I'm medium excited. Tentatively excited, let's say. How about you? Ed, how, how about you, Ed? Yeah, much the same. Christmas is the busiest time of the year for me at work. And sort of slotting in, seeing in-laws, family, parents, friends. Over Christmas period, it's going to be a bit weird this year. It's going to be a bit hard, but hopefully we'll be nice and busy at work. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep people in jobs and stuff like that. So that's really I the, th- the goal for the month. I mean, I'm, I live with my parents, so... It's interesting for me, it's looking likely that I will be moving away in the summer for university. So this is kind of going to be our last Christmas together as a, like, not our last Christmas together as a family, but like our last Christmas together, like when we're all living in the same house. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I feel you guys on the friends thing. I mean, like it's looking, do we have time for Canadian politics corner? There's always times for Canadian politics, man. Phil, this fucking Jason, did you see Jason Kenny's press conference yesterday? Of course I saw Jason Kenny's press conference yesterday. Oh my god. Oh, what a... It's terrible. Okay, it's terrible. more importantly, have you seen the Trailer Park Boys memes of Jason Kenny? It's perfect. It's oh, amazing. they're so good. Oh. Pallister had an interview on Sunday with Rosemary Button. Yeah. And he got fucking torn apart. And like, he was like, in the interview, he was like, you know, Rosemary, you're being so critical of, of me, but you haven't given any good ideas how to, like, help the <laughs> pandemic during this interview. And Rosemary Button was like, I'm not an elected official. You're the elected official. Oh, I love her. She's fucking brutal. Oh, yeah, she's, she's good. good. She's good. Okay, sorry. Canadian politics corner over. I am looking forward to seeing... I, pr- I would probably do video calls. I mean, the pandemic's getting a lot worse in Manitoba. I don't think anyone in Western Canada is going to see their family for Christmas, if I'm quite honest. So I'm planning on doing a lot of video calls. I got friends in New York and Boston who I'm going to do some video calls with just to say hi. And yeah, that's like nice. Keep it all sane and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to start baking. That's one for- of the best parts of the season. And I guess I just wanted to reiterate the fan competition we're running. So we're all baking some some Netrunner-themed baked goods. And we're, how should we say this? Hosting. Soliciting, sol- soliciting feedback. Soliciting. Potential. You know we'll get feedback. You know they'll be like, Phil, your cake sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's not feedback. It's fan. We're hosting a fit. Ed, how do you say hosting, this? Hosting. Hosting. Hosting? Yeah, we're, we're running a parallel event. Ooh, good oh, one. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, we're running a parallel the event. Amateur the amateur competition. The three of us obviously being the professional bikers. Yeah, two different <laughs> tiers. Um as as society dictates, we're segregating ourselves from the masses. So yeah, we will be judged by a panel of all-star netrunner famous people. Maybe we can each introduce one. Ed, you want to do the UK judge? That would make sense. Yeah. So he's he's a fan of baking. He's a he's one of the largest fans of Great British Bake Off in the UK. Lesser known facts about him, former world champion. Former runner-up, world championships, and netrunner. It's Chris Dyer. Amazing. Uh, Phil, who is our Canadian? <sighs> our Canadian one. It's Canuckle Guy, Laurie Plant, master mixologist. 
You know him from Nisei. You know him not from being good at playing Netrunner, although I'm sure he's better than me. Not a world champion, but probably pretty good. And our American judge, we have Jesse Vandover at uh, Dashacon. You know, pretty good at Netrunner. Like, he was super excellent in, like, 2014, and he's, like, still pretty good now. I've rused him into buying me lunch at Arby's once. That was exciting. Nice. He's big in the food, so I'm excited to <laughs> to see to see like him put us all, mostly Phil and I, probably on blast. He's pretty uh, critical. I don't, I yeah, don't he's a very criti- yeah, he's very critical. Yeah, he's very critical. He's very critical of food. If I post stuff and he doesn't like it in the food channel, he'll tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got some good food opinions. So yeah, very much like look look we're we're panning ourselves, Eric. But I think we have one distinct advantage over ed here which sounds like his work's ramping up so i'm hoping he is so busy with work that the deadline comes in and he's like oh bollocks i haven't made anything oh i shouldn't do an english <laughs> accent anyways he just puts like a candle on a twinkie and calls it a date and then one of us two wins probably me i've joined the food it. channel what's a twinkie <laughs> It's a. You don't know what a Twinkie. Located. You don't know what a. You don't, wait, 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 wait. You don't know what a Twinkie is? Well, it's probably got a uh, weird British name. No, I don't think they. Uh, Twinkies are actually more of an American thing. Like, I don't think they even sell Twinkies in Canada anymore. Yeah, they're really gross. I don't know why you would. They are. They are super gross. Twinkies. So a Twink. I've never had a Twinkie, but a Twink. Like, kind of like a bar. It's like it's made out of like yellow sponge cake, mm-hmm. and then the inside is filled with like uh, cream. Fake, fake cream. Okay. So they're like sort of like cream-filled like sponge cake things. They are kind of like the premiere in like decadent American snacks, and they're super <laughs> gross. And they're like they come in like plastic wrapping and shit. Like yeah, it's it's fucking gross, dude. Are they like an ambient product that would last a thousand years? Am I yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, no way yeah. they go bad. I think we're so fucked, Phil. I mean, I was looking. I've joined the Food Channel because. I don't have anything to say because, like, I don't make a lot of food. Well, looking is okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like looking. Ed sometimes posts stuff. And I'm like, if this is what he's just, like, kind of posting for fun in the Food Channel, which, and it already looks, like, incredible, then when we have, he has, like, an actual competition with, like, some form of steaks, we're fucked. Like, this guy is, like, casually, like, you know, Instagramming up insane pictures for the Food Channel. And then, like, we're going to come into a competition, and, yeah, this is going to it's gonna go terribly for us, Phil. I have faith that his own career will screw him over. That's what I'm banking qu- on, at least. I, I, here's, a, here's, a, here's something I have a question about. So, you made your cake, Phil. Oh, yeah. Did you have your wife taste test it? Yeah, she ate it. She brought, actually, the last slice for lunch today for work. Um, did, she, did she like it? She loved it. Fuck. Yeah, I, I got such a glowing review. Oh. I think I'm going to get my brother to taste test mine, and I'll get him on the... I'll get. I'll record some commentary. Yeah, <laughs> record some audio if you could. Then we can yeah, stitch yeah, yeah, it I'll into the episode. So, those three will be judging us three. I think us three will be judging all our fan entrances work. So, we'll have to rejoin sometime January to, to judge those and declare a winner. Yeah, so do you want to remind everyone the competition? Exactly what the rules are. So the rules are, you create some sort of dish based on a faction. You take a picture, you send that picture 
to one of us, or you post it on on dorks or the subreddit, and you tag one of us so we know it exists. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. collate all that. We're gonna put it into one album or something, and then yeah, we'll have an episode where we go through and we pick a winner. Probably I think make fun our, of the bad ones. No, no, yeah. Our competition, I think our prompt was like, how would our faction celebrate Christmas? Yes. I think for the fan one, it's like, we'll just sort of leave it open. Like anything at the intersection of Netrunner and Christmas, if you want to do it, do it. I was talking to Kat. Yeah. And they said they really wanted to do like an apex or like an apocalypse cake. Made out of like caramel or something. Yeah, it sounded amazing. Yeah. And Dan B indicated he wanted to do something. So I think we'll get some people who want to do some like... Some baking. It's fun. And it doesn't even have to be excellent. I mean, if you want to post some memes, we also will we'll take meme submissions. I'm not oh, above absolutely. that. Absolutely. So let's pick an arbitrary end date for this fan competition. The 31st of December? Yeah, that sounds good. If we me. get in by then? Yeah. And sounds how do you feel good. about that? Sounds perfect. Sounds arbitrary. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There's no logic to Ex- it at all. Excellent. So send in your pictures by then. Anything else? Eric, you wanted to fucking go off on Nisei for a while? Do you want to do that now or later? (laughs) Okay. Edit that. Actually, what you should do is you should just, like, bleep out my response. Okay, yeah, this will be a long bleep right now. Anyway, yeah, that's how I feel about Nisei. So, uh, okay. Uh, Have a good afternoon, everyone. See you all around. Good luck baking your your cakes or other delicacies, you guys. You'll need it. Yep. Bye. Enjoy.